It ain't getting any easier for the National Airline with a $725 million loss. It's off the back of soaring expenses, of course, lockdowns, reduced capacity, etc. Greg Four and the bosses with this morning. Marina Mike. When's it no longer red? Well, we're hoping that we're going to have a much better year this year. We'll have to wait and see what happens with a few of the input costs like fuel, but we're off to a good start. So uh, we haven't put any guidance out there, but, you know, Let's see what happens. What's the ratio in terms of you talk about the costs increasing versus demand? Can demand outmatch all your problems? At this stage, what we're seeing is really healthy demand. And, you know, once we got uh, the go-ahead to get these borders going, it began with Australia back in April and then, of course, visa waiver countries in May. What we've seen is really strong demand. Pricing is certainly up. So at this stage, um, we're feeling pretty good about how things are sitting. Yesterday, Singapore announced that they were dropping masks on their flights into the country until they work out the law doesn't allow them to do that. They're keen to do it. Are you keen to do it? And more importantly, how big a handbrake on people actually getting out into the world are things like that? Um, I actually don't think it's that big a handbrake for the majority of Kiwis at the moment in terms of masks. So as I get around the network, whether I'm talking to our staff, whether I'm talking to customers, people in airports, generally I'm still sensing people are reasonably keen on masks. But I do think that uh, in time and probably reasonably short order, we're going to see some changes there. And, And you're right, the air border order Um, doesn't allow uh, you to come into the country with masks, but um, we'll see what happens. We continue to talk with the government. Qantas, Auckland to New York, that rip your nighty? No, not at all. Um, You know, we're used to competition. We compete with them every single day. And the good news is we've got, what, about nine months to hoover up a bit of volume there before they get on the uh, route. They don't get going to the middle of next year. So uh, like we do in the Tasman, we'll give them a wave when we pass them in the skies. <laughs> their loss yesterday worse than yours, but they're many times larger as an airline than yours, thus making their loss not as bad as yours. Why is your loss so bad? Yeah, look, we had different conditions than what they did. You know, this time last year, Mike, we were... Uh, the beginning of the 100-day Auckland lockdown. So not only did we not have an international business, but 60% of our business, because that's what Auckland represents, came to a stop for over 100 days. So it's just different conditions. Each country has had different you know, controls over what's acceptable. So very hard to compare. We actually came in better than what we thought we would. We you know, thought we'd be several uh, tens of millions of dollars uh, in the red further, but... You know, things really picked up towards the end there and we were able to pull back some of that loss. How much of that government ruling has constrained what you really want to do as an airline? I note that Emirates, for example, are spending big on the front end of the plane and it's endless caviar along with the Dom Perignon. How much do you want to do that you can't do because you're in stuck financially because of what the government did to this country? Um Really, it doesn't have any impact on what we're doing at all, Mike. You know, we came out just a matter of uh, weeks ago and have started to share what the new product is going to be like on the plane. We're actually been really busy over the last couple of months working out how we can pull forward the retrofits and get that new product onto some of the older 787s. Boeing themselves have had some challenges in the US with their production of the Dreamliners, but we're starting to get those nailed down. They'll be here, we think, in about two years' time. So, you know, really... You know, we've got on and done what we needed to do when we needed to do them and really haven't 
you know, apart from working through a capital raise that we, we did get underway and completed successfully, everything else has gone very much as we wanted it to. The government's plan for tourism, they want quality travellers. My concern with that is I thought we had quality travellers, but we also had a whole bunch of other travellers they presumably don't want anymore. Doesn't that constrain you? Look, uh, when you get on an Air New Zealand plane, you're always going to get a, uh, a pretty egalitarian uh, position, aren't you? You're, you're going to see plenty of economy seats. We're going to have premium economy and we're going to have business class. And on the new planes, that's no different than what we've got on the old planes. We don't have business class domestically. So, you know, my view is we, uh, we're there to move everyone and anyone, and that includes tourists and I think that's our job, and I'm hoping that we're going to have a good mix of tourists coming into the country. All right, appreciate your time, and have a good weekend. Greg Foran, Air New Zealand Chief Executive. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.